Hello and welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. We're going to be going through the Parramatta Reels in 2024 in the 2024 season previews. In this one, we're going to be looking at the main factors for the Eels. And I think the big one that we've been talking about for years and years is consistency. Finding consistency. It is the only thing stopping them from being a real threat. It was the only thing stopping them from being a grand final threat in that grand final uh, when they got absolutely destroyed by the Penrith Panthers. Uh, consistency, consistency, consistency is the only thing stopping the Eels from being a threat in this competition. Uh, they need a new hooker. Do they need a new hooker? Is Brendan Hands the answer? Is Joey Lussick the answer? Uh, I'm not too sure. I'm not too convinced either. We'll have a big chat about that. Uh, gap in the outside backs. Uh, they do. They are light, either a center or a winger. Uh, you know, they could they could have gone out and signed a Billy Smith when he was off contract. They could have gone out and signed someone else to go into the centers. They've got Morgan Harper there, but I doubt he'll be playing first grade straight away. Uh, if I'm picking a starting back line for round one, I think it will be... Uh, Mike Acevo and Sean Russell on the wings, Bailey Simonson and Will Panasini in the centers, and then obviously Gutho at fullback. I think that's how this side is going to look in round one. Uh, but look, we didn't talk, we're going to be talking about the gap in the outside backs and maybe potentially looking at some guys that are currently off contract that they can go out and sign. Uh, and Moses and Brown having a full year together. People do forget that these two have not had a full year together since they've become a halves pairing, uh, whether it be from injury, whether it be from Dylan Brown's off-field issues. They haven't had a full year together as a halves pairing. Could this be the first full year they get together in the halves? Hopefully it is for the Parramatta Reels' sake. Uh, because for me, I'm not too convinced that they're fully blooded as a halves pairing yet. I'm really not convinced. Uh, so let's talk about all of those things. The first thing uh, that we need to talk about, that we need to stress here, is that the Eels need to find consistency. They need to win games on a consistent basis. They can't beat all the good sides and lose against all of the poorer sides in the competition. It's just not how it works. It is so confusing. They need to play the same way that they play against the poor sides as they do um, you know, against the good sides. It needs to be playing the same way, coming in each week with the same objective, win. Win games. Play with some consistency. Uh, they need to win on a consistent basis if they want to be a threat in this competition. We've said it last year. We said it the year before. We said it the year before that. Consistency is the only thing holding this Parramatta Eels side back from contending for a premiership. It's the only thing holding them back. Just playing with a tad more consistency, I think if they do that, they will be great. Now, um, in terms of their hooker issue, they've got Brendan Hands and Joey Lussix there. I don't think that's enough. I don't think that those two... I don't think Brendan Hands is ready for first grade yet. And I, I mean, he's a tremendous player. He did a great job in his debut. He did a great job filling in for a little while. I don't think he's ready for first grade yet. I don't think that Joey Lussix is the answer either. There at hooker, he's great. He can do a job. I think he's more of a 14 uh, hooker role where he comes in and does the hard yards or maybe even starts and then someone else with a bit more X factor comes on off the bench, which has been Brendan Hands. Again, I don't really feel like Brendan Hands is ready for first grade yet. I think he needs one more year in reserve grade before he comes back in. 
Uh, in terms of hookers that are off contract still right now, uh, there's a young Tigers guy, Rua Nagatakura, who obviously played for the Cook Island side uh, in the World Cup this season. Uh, he plays dummy half. He was quite good. I thought his defense was quite good. He's a bit zippy as well at a dummy half. Loves a scoot. Uh, I think he would be a great signing. I don't know if the Tigers have re-signed him yet. Um, it, as far as zero tackle is concerned, he is off contract uh, still right now. So I think that the Eels might be able to snatch him up. He'd be a great little signing there. Uh, very nippy out of dummy half and great defense and a very stocky hooker as well. Uh, who I think they could blood through uh, and he could be a nice little signing for them. Uh, if they do want to wait... Uh, until next year for hookers that are off contract at the end of 2024, at the end of this year, uh, they could go for 11 players. There's Jaden Beryl, Gordon Chen Kam Tong, Zach Docker Clay, I think would be a nice one for them. A bit of experience with Zach Docker Clay, and he can play through the middle in that 14 jersey as well. Uh, Jake Granville, I don't think he'll leave the Cowboys though. Mitch Kenny, I don't think he'll leave the Panthers. Uh, Freddie Lussick would be an interesting one too for Parramatta. Uh, Peter Mowenzelos from South Sydney. It depends what happens with Damian Cook. Uh, Jake Simpkin uh, from the Tigers. I don't know what his situation is. Uh, Tyson Smoothie from the Broncos. He might be looking for another contract. Billy Walters. I think they've just re-signed him. Uh, and Zach Wolford from Canberra. I don't know if he has a spot next year. I don't know if he's ready for first grade yet either, just quietly. And I also think that Zach Wolford is actually probably more suited to 13 than he is to 9, just the way that he's built. Um, but in terms of this list, if there's anyone that really stands out to me, Zach Docker Clay would bring a bit of experience, which is what they lost when they lost uh, Josh Hodson. Uh, and just a bit of creativity and spark at a dummy half as well. A bit of a kicking game at a dummy half as well. Um, who else? Freddie Lussick stands out to me. Peter Mamanzalos stands out to me as well. Uh, Jake Simkin could definitely... Uh, Fill a role. I think he'd be more of a 14 style hooker that comes on and adds a bit of spark off the bench. Uh, but Peter Mamanzelos, I don't mind. Uh, I really don't mind Peter Mamanzelos. As a South fan, I'd love to keep him, but it just, it just depends what happens with Damien Cook and what the plan with Damien Cook is. Uh, and if Peter Mamanzelos does get a spot on the bench in 2024, 2025, uh, it really depends what the plan is for both of those guys. Uh, Freddie Lussick, though, stands out as one that could definitely make a move. Uh, in 2024, at the end of 2024, I mean. Uh, Zach Docker Clay stands out to me as well uh, as a guy with a bit of experience that can go over there and get the job done. But uh, Rua Nagatakara uh, is a guy that really stands out to me as well from the West Tigers. An absolute weapon there uh, and great feed at a dummy half, I noticed as well, for Cook Islands. He was really, really creative uh, and really, really talented. He was someone that really stood out to me uh, for the Cook Island side and for the West Tigers in reserve grade as well. Um, if they want to go and get someone straight away, they can get him. Otherwise, uh, either Zach Docker Clay... Uh, Freddie Lussick or Peter Mamanzalos would be great signings as well in terms of their uh, spot for hooker. If they want to grab one more hooker, which I think they really need to. Uh, and then obviously gap in the outside backs as well. Guys that are off contract at the end of this year in terms of centers. Let's have a look here. We have got uh, Ewan Aiken, Paul Alamotti, Grant Anderson, Dejan Arce. He's obviously at the Parramatta Reels at the moment. He might be an answer there at center too. Uh, Bradman Best, I think he'll re-sign. I think he already has re-signed with the uh, Newcastle Knights. Uh, so it's a bit late here, to be honest. Zero tackle. Uh, Matt Fagai, Max Fagai, 
Dane Gagai, don't think he'll leave Newcastle. Morgan Harper's there at the moment. Uh, Deloise Hoida from Brisbane. Depends what happens with him and if he's the answer there on the wing for them. Uh, Kale Iro, I think that if he doesn't get a crack for the Sharkies, he'd be a great signing for Parramatta. Uh, Joshua Kapari, Karapani, sorry, a great little center there as well. Uh, Asukapoa, Brenko Lee, Christian Mapapalangi, Taylan May, Tane Milne, Tessie New, Marion Seve, Gerald Skelton, Billy Smith. Uh, Billy Smith just got re-signed. Moses Suli, um, Isaiah Tass, Valence Tewale, uh, Isaac Thompson, and Anari Tuwala. Some big names there. Some big names there. Um, I Who stands out to me the most? Ewan Aiken would be nice for Parramatta, a bit of experience. Dejan Arce was someone that I forgot about as well. I think that he could do a job at centre, to be honest. If they're looking to shove someone at centre, you move Bally Simonson out to the wing and chuck Dejan Arce at centre. Uh, Kale Iro is someone that stands out to me the most, I reckon. He has got a ton of potential. Now, there was someone uh, from the Raiders that recently obviously said they didn't want to play NRL uh, Brad Morkos, uh, he said he didn't want to play NRL, uh, got an immediate release from the Raiders, but now he's playing park football again. If he wants to get another NRL contract, um, you know, I think the, uh, the Eels should definitely sh- uh, reach out to him. He would be a great signing. Um, but yeah, look, there's plenty of centers off contract at the end of 2024. Uh, in terms of wingers, you have got Kane Bradley from the Cowboys. You've got Zach Sini, who's obviously there at the moment. He could come up to first grade and do a job um, for the Parramatta Reels. He's in that side at the moment in reserve grade. Uh, Nick Kotrick, uh, Kyle Felt. If Kyle Felt doesn't get a spot with the Cowboys, that'd be a very interesting move for him to go to Para. Um, Corey Oates, I think he's committed now. He's signed with uh, Brisbane for the next few years, I think, or even just a one-year deal. Jordan Bellira. Uh, Jordan Rappin is going to retire. James Schiller from Canberra is a good shout as well. Plays center winger. Bally Simonson's with uh, the Eels at the moment. Remus Smith. Young Tonomapia is a great shout as well. Can play center and winger. Raymond Tuimalo Vega from Manly. Uh, Sunia Taruva and Semi Valame. So they've got some great players off contract at the end of 2024. Just depends what they want to go for the Parramatta Reels. Uh, for me, I think that the best shout for centre would be Kale Iro and Dejan Arce, re-signing Dejan Arce and just chucking him in the centres. Uh, if you're going to look from the list of wingers here, young Tonomapia stands out to me for sure. Uh, and Zach Sini, re-signing him and just chucking him in the centres or on the wing. He did a great job uh, in that little stage for the Tigers. So I think he could do a great job as well for the Parramatta Reels if they re-signed him and gave him a shot. Uh, but there's plenty of guys coming off contract at the end of this season that they could go for the Parramatta Reels. Uh, so we've talked about the hooker gap. We've talked about the outside backs. Let's talk about Mitchell Moses and uh, Dylan Brown because the fact that they haven't played a full year together yet and they've been together for three years is crazy. Having a full year together for both of them would be ideal. Um, I think that it's going to really help with the consistency as well, um, really blooding these halves together. Because as I said at the start, I don't think they're fully blooded yet, Dylan Brown and uh, Mitch Moses. Getting a full year with them together, I think, is going to be ideal. And then I think they're going to perform better off the back of that as well. Dylan Brown has got so much potential in that 2021-2022 season. 
He was outstanding. Uh, he showed us that he has a lot more to him in terms of, in terms of you know, his attack uh, rather than just being a defensive 5'8". It was labelled just a defensive 5'8". He's shown that he's got a lot more to him than just defence. Uh, I'd love to see a little bit more of that, getting a little bit more involved in sets uh, and kicking game as well. Uh, I think that he can definitely do a job and really combine well with Moses and having a full year together, I think can really unlock Brown and it can be really good for Brown's development as well. Uh, having him back for a full year and Moses back for a full year, knock wood that there's no injuries as well. Uh, that could really help out the Eels. I think that consistency is their biggest enemy. And for that, I think they're going to finish 12th. I don't think they make the eight again this year, but I do think they improve slightly. I think with Moses and Brown having a full year together and if they fill the gap at hooker and if they fill the gap in the outside backs, um, I think that they can do a really, really good job over the next two years. I think this year though, they get 12th. I think consistency again is going to be their worst enemy. They need to sort out their consistency if they want to be a top eight side. One.